Crypto lender BlockFi files for bankruptcy as the FTX contagion spreads. Prominent cryptocurrency lending platform BlockFi filed for bankruptcy on Monday as the contagion effect from FTX's collapse spreads through this sector, company officials said. The company's bankruptcy filing stated it has more than 100,000 creditors, along with estimated assets and liabilities of between $1 billion and $10 billion. BlockFi confirmed bankruptcy proceedings were underway and warned that it expects that recoveries from FTX will be delayed due to the platform's meltdown. With the collapse of FTX, the BlockFi management team and board of directors immediately took action to protect clients and the company, said Mark Renzi of Berkeley Research Group BlockFi's financial advisor. From inception, BlockFi has worked to positively shape the cryptocurrency industry and advance the sector. BlockFi looks forward to a transparent process that achieves the best outcome for all clients and other stakeholders, Renzi added. BlockFi said it expects to receive court approval on motions to pay employee wages and continue employee benefits without disruption as it aims to maintain operations during the proceedings. The company would also seek to retain business-critical employees. And aside from filing for bankruptcy, BlockFi said it has initiated an internal plan to considerably reduce expenses, including labor costs. Cryptocurrency news outlet Decrypt had earlier reported BlockFi was laying off a significant portion of its staff. A BlockFi representative did not immediately return a request for comment on how many workers would be affected. But basically, what you can pretty much get from this is that BlockFi is pretty much doing everything within their power to basically stay afloat. One, so that they probably don't get sued by the FTC so that they probably don't get sued by potentially the customers that they have, which they're probably still going to get sued. But here's the thing. If BlockFi is able to use Chapter 11 bankruptcy to restructure themselves, but stay afloat and then like literally not die, they might be able to actually recover just barely enough to actually be a future like worthwhile potentially crypto platform now i personally don't trust them at all but that being said if they go down if more of these crypto exchanges go down crypto is going to just bleed non-stop for probably the next three, four years. Like, it is going to be brutal if they go out. So BlockFi enacted a pause in customer withdrawals earlier this month when FTX's troubles first surfaced. The company said the suspension remains in effect, which means that they are quite literally doing everything in their power to just stay alive. BlockFi has... $256.9 million in cash on hand, which is expected to provide sufficient liquidity to support certain operations during the restructuring process, the company said in its release. The platform's filing marked the latest turn in a months-long saga 
or Saga, that saw BlockFi's fortunes closely tied to those of FTX. So in July, disgraced FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried sought to bail out BlockFi in a deal that included a $400 million revolving credit facility and a $240 million option to buy the platform outright. The short-lived deal allowed BlockFi to stave off bankruptcy until FTX imploded. Which is hilarious, right? Because pretty much them basically... Like, I believe that BlockFi actually got the $240 million option, right? Because, again, they have $256.9 million in cash. So, probably the majority of that is actually from this option that FTX ended up paying to potentially have the ability to buy BlockFi, which is crazy, right? Like, think about that, right? BlockFi pretty much is barely surviving because the second largest crypto exchange paid an option to potentially bail them out but before they could even decide to choose to do that FDX completely just imploded which is crazy (laughs) it's actually pretty crazy that these chains of events actually happened so FTX's meltdown has sparked fears of a broader collapse in confidence across the cryptocurrency sector, with potentially disastrous consequences for the price of Bitcoin and other digital currencies. Earlier Monday, Mobius Capital Partners co-founder Mark Mobius predicted Bitcoin will plummet below $10,000 after hitting a high of more than $68,000 less than a year ago and the price of Bitcoin was hovering near $16,150 as of Monday morning. Here's the thing. If a few more crypto exchanges were to basically just completely collapse, BlockFi included, I would not be surprised to see Bitcoin at like $2,000 again. I wouldn't be surprised to see like Ethereum back at like 30 bucks or 40 bucks again. Right, which by the way, if that's the case, if it ends up going back down that price point, personally, I would probably like personally, if that were to happen, I would probably go buy a hardware wallet and also just basically buy some Bitcoin Ethereum on cheap and then put it on the hardware wallet. Because the thing is, is like I do like cryptocurrency. But at the same time, it's like, people need to be very, very careful in the crypto space. It's too dangerous, Mobius told Bloomberg Television of his decision to stay away from the highly volatile digital assets. He added he refuses to invest his or his client's money in any kind of cryptocurrency. Despite his reservations, Mobius said he believes crypto is here to stay. There are several investors who still have faith in it. Still, Mobius doesn't believe that will keep the price of Bitcoin from falling to pre-pandemic levels before the digital assets multi-year bull run. And all cryptocurrencies have been suffering in recent months. Bloomberg reports that the top 100 digital currencies have dropped more than 65% this year. In Mobius, who clocked in three decades at global investment 
firm Franklin Templeton Investments launched his own hedge fund in 2018 and now manages close to $140 million, according to recent filings. Now, also, here's the thing to understand, too, right? Try to be a little bit more cash-heavy. At least that's the route that I'm going, is to be a little bit more cash-heavy, because things are going to get potentially very cheap. And if you were to get lucky enough to have cash on hand, to put money into investments that are extremely like priced low, like on sale, who knows what could potentially happen to your money. Maybe you'll make a good return. Like you just never know. Like that's the cool thing about this, right? Now again, only use money that you are one hundred percent okay with actually losing, right? Because again, anytime you invest money, there's always a risk, so you gotta be careful with that. But I am personally taking a path of being way more cash heavy because who knows what might happen in the next year or so and if like if the economy goes worse and if more crypto exchanges go down under like six feet under you might be able to make some deals that are disgusting right because there were people that bought in on the cheap end for like Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc. that ended up basically turning, I don't know, like 10 grand, 20 grand into literally multi-million dollar portfolios. Now, a lot of those people are also too stupid and basically kept it all in there and didn't take really any money out and basically lost everything, which would be crazy. Like imagine if you made like, 10 million dollars in bitcoin and didn't take anything out and now you're here and you basically pretty much lost almost all of your returns like that would be just crazy right but it's just something to think about right like for example like i would rather have cash on hand to put money into kind of questionable investments rather than putting that into like a lottery ticket me personally Right, like so. That's why I want to have some cash so that I could play around with it and see what could happen with that cash that I am 100% okay with losing. Like that's the way to look at it, right? Like you gotta be very, very, very careful when it comes to cryptocurrency. Like really careful. And if you want to learn how to get out of debt and learn how I got out of debt and grew my net worth, go to fortunebox.com or down below.